breaking. 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 This is breaking news. Breaking news from the Athletic. We've got some more breaking news here for you on the Athletic. Hello, I am Kent Garrison, NFL producer for The Athletic, welcoming in our NFL listeners, our 1% Better listeners, and our Here's the Catch listeners. As we break down this breaking trade that just went down today on the first day of free agency, the 49ers are trading Pro Bowl defensive lineman DeForest Buckner to the Indianapolis Colts in exchange for a first-round pick. Not only that, he has agreed to an extension with the Colts worth $21 million per year. Zach... You and Steven have talked about this a lot on 1% Better, what this Colts defense could do to help itself. And uh, to quote your your co-host Steven Holder there on Twitter, uh, the Colts ain't effing around with this one. Not at all. And if you've been following this team and if you know this GM, Chris Ballard, he tells you what he's thinking. And there's a couple comments that came right to mind when this when this move was announced a couple minutes ago. One, he said just a month ago, look, I'm always going to be obsessed about the defensive line. That's been true since the minute he walked in the door. Um, he's always going to be interested in upgrading them at defensive line and offensive line. His offensive line's good. His defensive line absolutely collapsed the second half of the season, especially in December. And he said after the year, the three technique drives this thing. The three technique drives this thing. They went big for this move and to get DeForest Buckner. Um, he's a big time player with a lot of production with the Niners so far. Yeah, Dave, just a little re- reaction from the 49ers perspective. Uh, you're getting back a one for this. Uh, how do you feel this goes down? Uh, to quote Stephen Holder again, he said he feels like this is a win-win for both teams. Well, since the Colts went big for uh, Buckner, as we just outlined, the 49ers weren't able to afford to go that big for him. That's the simple truth of this. The 49ers, before this move, and I guess this move hasn't been finalized yet, but it will be in a couple days, uh, they're at $9.8 million in salary cap space this year. They also don't have a lot of draft capital. Before this move, they only have the number one, uh, number 31 overall and then they don't have anything until the fifth round. So uh, from the 49ers perspective, this is something that opens up nearly $13 million in salary cap space this year because DeForest Buckner's fifth-year option uh, price tag comes off of the books and it also gives them the number 13 overall pick. So they're layering up on both financial and draft capital uh, by trading away a player at really what was a position of surplus for them. They're still going to have to go out and find another contributor at that three technique spot that Buckner was so versatile at. But at a price tag of over $20 million, I just don't think the 49ers were willing or able to go that far to, to match Buckner's demands at that position. And uh, based on what I understand, he, he was asking uh, for, for quite a while for that kind of money. So uh, he was able to find it elsewhere. And the 49ers, instead of uh, going down that path, were able to get the, you know a significant haul in return if you consider both that first round pick which they really didn't have if they're all the way down to 31. But also freeing up that salary cap space was so big because they're really up against it this year. They go from 9 to $22 million in salary cap space with just this one move. And Dave, you made a good point. This is the problem the 49ers kind of have. They have so many great defensive linemen, you can't pay them all. And they're going to get that 13th pick in return. And what I'm hearing from the Colts building is this was a move that was just way too good to pass up. He's 25 years old. I think he turns 26 tomorrow. He's great in the interior of the line. And so the Colts, unlike the 49ers, have a ton of space in terms of money they can spend. And, and they went out and got a young stud defensive lineman, something the 49ers have a ton of and the Colts have far too little of. 
Yeah, and, and that's the 49ers have been stockpiling defensive linemen, right? You look at how this franchise has built the success that it saw in 2019. It goes back to the previous regime before John Lynch and Callahan came in. They were using first round picks on defensive linemen essentially every single year. And one of those first round picks did go to DeForest Buckner. Another one the year after, uh, the year before that went to Eric Armstead, whom the 49ers resigned just uh, before this uh, this trade came down today. So they, they re-signed Armstead for five years, $85 million, put a lot of money into him. Now, Armstead is more of an inside-out type of player. He's really versatile along the line. So it's hard to say, you know, that they chose Armstead over Buckner. I mean, it, it, the optics of it do look like that, but these guys play two separate positions. Buckner was the fixture on the interior, while Armstead is the guy that can move inside out. And then obviously they have their pure edge rushers and Nick Bosa and D Ford. So there are a lot of moving pieces. It's complicated along the front, but the 49ers have invested a ton into that defensive line and they just couldn't afford, I think, to pay everybody, and they needed a little bit more salary cap space this year. So, uh, from you know the, the vantage point of the needs of both teams, the surpluses and deficiencies of both teams, I think this trade fits in just like a puzzle piece. Yeah, Zach. From the from the perspective of the Colts, was this anything that you guys had on the radar? You know, trading for a high name like this on the defensive line, or did you expect them to go into the draft and seek help uh, defensively? What's the reaction? you think among Colts Nation about this trade? Well, the one thing that's really relevant here is everyone had them penciled in at 13, probably looking at a quarterback. And this takes that off the board, at least for the time being, barring another move down the line. Um, but look, the Colts fans watched this team collapse, collapse in December, especially on the defensive front. And, and they are smart enough to know where this GM, where he wants to target his resources. This is a big time move that's going to alleviate a huge concern moving forward. It sounds like Philip Rivers is very, very much in play right now at the quarterback spot. If you tackle that as well, you're adding two huge needs in the quarterback spot and the defensive line right away. Um, no, we didn't hear a lot about DeForest Buckner in terms of the name being thrown around a lot. I really thought it was something they might address in the draft at 13 slash a second tier free agent. Um, this is the biggest, biggest move of Chris Ballard's tenure so far in terms of free agency. Um, and the early returns, or this was a huge need they they addressed. And secondly, um, a great character guy, and David can speak to that as well, that, that's really entering the prime of his career. Yeah, so DeForest Buckner, aside from being just a high character fixture in the locker room, is a guy that's extremely, extremely durable. In fact, in his first couple years, it, the year before the 49ers' uh, current took over, they, they were absolutely terrible in 2016. So that was Buckner's rookie year. He logged over a 1,000 snaps as an interior defensive lineman, which is unheard of. I mean, it, it was so many that when Robert Sala, the 49ers' current defensive coordinator, came in in 2017, he actually said he thought it was criminal. I'm quoting him. He, he saw, thought it was criminal that uh, DeForest Buckner had been allowed to to play over a thousand snaps the year before, but he didn't show any ill effects. He kept on playing. There's never been a major injury for DeForest Buckner in his NFL career. So, uh, you know, in an NFL that is, uh, I think, very characterized by uh, injuries and guys not being available, there is a premium that you have to pay for players who are going to be out there on every single down for you. And so far in his career, DeForest Bruckner has, has proven that he can do that. He's obviously a guy with 
uh, you know, freakish physical capability, especially given his frame. I mean, you, you see that height, uh, he's six, seven, you see that strength. And, and, and sometimes you, you would think that that kind of frame can't move that well, but he can, he can sprint to the sideline. I mean, this is a guy who's second team all pro. So we know that this is a special talent that can stay on the field. The price, though, is obviously extremely high. The 49ers would have loved to keep him. They tried to, uh, but they just couldn't pay over $20 million. So I think it's a, it's a good deal for both teams, uh, you know, if you look at where the needs are and, and what the financial realities of both franchises are. And um, at the end of the day, that's, that's the route that both teams had to take. Yes, it is a new day for the 49ers. It's a new day for the Colts. And it'll be a new day tomorrow in NFL free agency, as we expect a lot of activity here on The Athletic and around the league. So thank you, Zach. Thank you, David, for joining us. These guys will be breaking down their team's trades uh, on their own podcast, 1% Better, and here's the catch later in the week. So be sure and subscribe to that for more detailed analysis of all the moves that go down. And be sure and get that 40% off deal. You can go to theathletic.com slash 1% better or theathletic.com slash here's the catch for 40% off to The Athletic. Make sure you're getting on that. Make sure you're tuned into everything we've got going on on social. And hopefully we'll talk to you soon.